Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And we're here with my co-host, Eric Pierce, the managing editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're here listening and watching Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Mario, what the heck is going on in Downey right now? Oh my God, there's something in the water, Eric. What's going on? I don't know. So, so we have a, a council member who, uh, who may be recalled. We have another council member who just announced their resignation. Uh, we have no current mayor pro tem. Our city manager is on his way out. It's, I don't want to say it's chaos, but it's... I've, I've never seen more um, instability at the top mm -hmm. of the Downey leadership in the 40 years that I've been here in the city on there. So yeah. it's a little disheartening. It, it could be brought back on there, but it's really disheartening. Yeah, it is. So we're going to touch on a few of these issues happening right now. Uh, I want to start with uh, District 3 Councilwoman Catherine Alvarez. Uh, you know, in the Downey Patriot reported that the uh, recall effort came up just a little bit short. Uh, actually 35 signatures short uh, of triggering an election. Uh, I know you're close with the, with, with the organizers of, of, the, of the recall effort. What's their thinking? What's, how are they feeling? What happens from here? Well, first of all, 35 signatures. 35 signatures short out of 4,090 they're turned in. So the one good thing that you got from that is the proof of concept is there. The residents of District 3 wanted the recall. Uh, 3,500 signatures were good. There were 35 short. Um, so they've already filed an appeal with the county registrar's office, and they will be going through every single signature there uh, to make sure uh, whether they were valid or why they were invalidated, if you will. They, uh, they say there's 131 that were duplicates. So that could be the low-hanging fruit for them to look at because uh, there's, you know, sometimes there's a, you know, Mario Guerra and a Mario Guerra Jr. in the same household. So sometimes the registrar's office uh, could be uh, confused or overlooked at. But 35 is enough to give you some confidence that you can find those signatures. But I did talk to them this week, and these ladies are amazing, and they're dedicated, and they know what's good for Downey, and the residents are telling them to keep going. So they're ready to file recall 2.0, if you will, if the appeal uh, is not warranted. So in theory, if they try again with the recall, they already have 3,400 or so valid signatures. Right. So they could just go back and get those people to sign again Correct. and just get an additional 35 signatures. Is, Correct. Is that, is that yeah. right? And they also know what they're doing now because, you know, last year they it was, you know, the rainy seasons. They had to go out and get everybody else. So they weren't organized. And now they're organized and they know what they're doing and they know uh, who the signatures they get. So in concept, they, they have all the 3,400 and something and all they need is 35 more to go out and get. But they'll probably go out and get another 1,000 on there and they got some yeah. time to do it. Interesting. Um, I did read their letter in the Downey Patriot, uh, and, and they, they sound they're they're not uh, they're not letting up. They're not going away. So they'll be interesting. They're happens. committed, and I'm glad they're committed to what they think is in the best interest of our residents. You know, again, we keep talking about this. It's amazing that there's somebody there now that's going to be. You talk about city manager helping to pick the city manager that's got a welfare fraud conviction, that's got two warrants for their arrest, and is banned from Michaels for shoplifting. Mm -hmm. That was arrested by the Downey Police Department, and now they're going to be have a say on the city manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're committed to making sure that the residents know this stuff. Yeah, interesting. Okay, uh, big news this week: uh, Mayor Pro Tem Sean Ashton. 
announced he is resigning effective March 18th. Uh, he says that he has a job promotion, uh, which is going to require him to uh, to leave the city council. Uh, I can't remember the last time a, 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 city, man, a city council member from Downey resigned. Uh, what what happens from here? Well, uh, if you read the city charter, because it's under a year left on the term, it's actually less than half of it, uh, the city council will appoint somebody, or they can appoint somebody. Uh, and there'll still be a new election for mm -hmm. District 2 in November with the general right. election. He was already termed out. Right. It is surprising that he did that. And, you know, he's been on Zoom for the last year and a half anyway. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure with his promotion, maybe it's out of town or something. But for him to continue doing on Zoom, mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting and uh, that it didn't happen. But what happens now, uh, by the way, it did happen. It did happen. You know, it's funny. It, you yeah. read my mind. I think it was it was 2000, I think, or, or around there. Uh, when uh, what was it, Joyce Lawrence? Joyce Lawrence resigned, and the city council appointed uh, Barbara Riley Correct. to be on the council. Who it was interesting. She had already served two terms, yeah. and she but she was appointed uh, to to the remainder of the term because the city charter does allow that. So there is precedent for oh, yeah. for resignations yeah. and that. Kind well, of thing. let me also give you the the little background on that because it's a little bit of probably uh, down in history. So in 2000, when Joyce Lawrence stepped away, so including Meredith Perkins in the council, they were ready to appoint somebody mm -hmm. that was running in that November's mm -hmm. election. So Kirk Cartosian, former mayor Kirk Cartosian, and his, he was a teacher at Downey High School, was already planning on running for that seat too, with his friend, mm -hmm. Roger Brosmer, also mm -hmm. former mayor. Okay, this is prior to that, so that was in 2000. Mm -hmm. So they went to the council meeting, okay, and made their case publicly mm -hmm. that the council should consider appointing somebody that wasn't going to be running mm -hmm. in that election in November because yeah. the power of the incumbency is true. Mm -hmm. You get name recognition, people think you're already in office. Right. So Meredith Perkins, Mayor Meredith Perkins, my friend and my mentor, okay? Rest this is peace. before, rest in peace, God bless him, I love the man. So I'm openly on the dials, he says, that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. They changed their minds. So what happened is the next meeting they appointed former mayor Barbara Riley, which the Barbara Riley Center is, is named after. She already been termed out, but the way our charter reads, you can't appoint somebody that's been termed out. So she served out the, the rest of the term, and not coincidentally, but because of hard work, Kirk Cartosian won the seat, which would have been on there, and then the rest is history. He became mayor, and then after that, his friend Roger Brosmer became mayor and got elected too. So a little bit of downy history for everybody. It, it, interesting, and, and there, there is a lot of logic to appointing uh, somebody who has experience, uh, a, for, a former council member, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make you say it, but I think you would be a great uh, person in, in that seat. That's nice of you. Uh, but, but we'll see. But, but I think uh, I agree with you. You know, appointing somebody who's running for that seat does give them a, an advantage when, when they're running in, in November. But, but overall, so the city council, the current city council is going to consider uh, appointing somebody to right. fill out the rest of, of Sean's seat. Right. And what's interesting is this person right off the bat is going to help pick a new city manager. Right. So they're not going to just kind of fill the seat and, and, and you know, they're not going to be on cruise control for the next eight months. Right. They're going to be making some very big decisions. And you know what? It's, it's, it's almost not fair. It's not fair to the person they appoint. Mm -hmm. If you have no experience in city council or the city or the city management, and your first thing is to elect a leader that's basically one of the most mm -hmm. important positions, that's not fair to the city right. and to the residents, and it's not fair to that person. 
because you have no experience. The first year on the council, whether anybody says it or not, and some people will deny it because they're cocky enough or so forth, but the first year you're really learning the process. Mm -hmm. And you're looking, if you're learning, you're reading everything and you're trying to pick up what's going on and you look for leadership. And in my case, I went to former mayors and asked a lot of advice too. So you make your own opinions, but you get a lot of advice. Yeah. So this new person coming in can do that, but boy, off the bat, within a couple of months, you're going to vote on the most important decision that basically the city council get. It almost right. didn't seem fair right. to both the person right. and the city itself. I, I don't know how the council is going to agree on somebody because right now they're, they're split. It's basically 2-2. Two -two. It's, it's gridlocked. I don't see how uh, Mayor Blanc Pacheco and Councilmember Claudia Fermetta, uh, Councilmember Mauro Trujillo and Catherine Alvarez how are they going to agree on somebody to fill the seats? And, and this is just me giving my opinion. I think it makes a lot more sense to appoint somebody who can't run anymore. Because it, because you have a neutral person now. Because otherwise you're appointing somebody who's going to have an advantage heading into the November election. And the council knows this. So I don't think they're going to agree on one person to, to finish Sean's term. It is, it, I'm curious to see how, how it's going to turn out. Well, I am too, and it's going to be interesting. And there, there's three people. I, I, uh, I mean, I've worked with Blanca uh, Pacheco in the past on many things, and Claudia Fermena. I work with Mario Trujillo on the mm -hmm. downtown uh, district improvement association right. on there, and and him and I have been working on the downtown, and we have some similar visions yeah. for the downtown and economic development. So I, I know that they were their hearts in the right place yeah. on doing that, and yeah, obviously Catherine Alvarez. <laughs> Is a whole different story, but mm -hmm. we've talked enough about that. Yeah, yeah. you know, well, the the next, uh, I say big decision, but it's a decision is going to be uh, determining who is going to be the mayor pro tem. Uh, right now, we have we have no mayor pro tem. Uh, it would be either Claudia Fermenta, Mark Trujillo, or Catherine Alvarez. Uh, when they first discussed this last December, uh, Mark Trujillo had no interest in serving as mayor pro tem. Um, I don't know if he's changed his mind or not. Uh, I would say Claudia Fermeta is kind of a natural choice to be mayor pro tem. It might set her up to be mayor again uh, next year. Uh, or they might go with, with, with Catherine Alvarez, which would be interesting because you're going to have to a recall effort against her. Um, do you have any... Uh, well, I, I think the natural one would be Mario Trujillo. Because, you know, I mean, it's, it's really rightfully Henry Barmortem would be mayor next year. But he made it clear he wanted to be mayor in his fourth year. Mm -hmm. So I think that was his choice. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, he obviously has that prerogative. Now, from the other one, the only one I'm going to lobby against is, you know, Catherine Alvarez. I, I'm sorry. There's still a recall. There's still, the like I said, the validity of that many people signing a recall petition. I hope the rest of the council sees that as an, an indictment against her, which it is. Mm -hmm. The residents in her district say enough of it. Just because the, you know, there was 35 signatures short doesn't mean that that's not what it should have happened. Right. And they, they could still go for it. So there's enough, you know, thing yeah. to say, don't do this now. Right. You know. And, me, and we still have uh, Blanca Pacheco running for assembly. And we have, uh, you know, we have the senior manager, Gilbert Levis, in his final months. Yeah. There's a lot of instability right now. It's a lot. But you know what? I pray for our city. Our residents, you know, I think with our podcast, at least our residents will be a little bit more informed. Right. So, and that's the purpose of this podcast, too. So, send us your ideas and your thoughts, and we'll gladly share them or talk about them. But this is why we wanted to get this out, because yeah. uh, most people, and this is a good thing. 
You know, I always used to say, or, and, and we talk about it, there's 115,000 people in the city of Downey, and the majority of people are happy. They're living their lives. We got good public safety. We got good schools, mm -hmm. you know, and we have, you know, good economic development on there, or at least places we want to go and eat and mm -hmm. play with. So overall, this is a happy place. Yeah. Things happen at the council level or mm -hmm. the city that does it impacts you know everything that happens there impacts everybody but most residents don't know about it yeah. and you know with the gadflies that you have over there and the discourse of the divisiveness that these gadflies provide most people in the city don't know that no. if you if if you saw what they did and say the words that they use uh, you know from the n word to even worse thing believe it or not that well it's hard to say worse than the n word but um, the things that they say there in public comment. It's, I, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for the council, the residents, and people on there. But there's about four. There's, yeah. you know, there's. Uh, I don't like talking about them yeah. because they don't deserve the attention. They want the attention. But you're right, it's four yeah. people. It, that yeah. vast majority of people don't know who they are. Yeah. It's not even worth it. I, I, the only reason I say them mm -hmm. is because when a resident sees them, they can say, oh, that's that crazy person. Right. You got Herman. You got that other guy, you got that Juan Joey Martinez guy, which is off the deep end, which mm -hmm. Catherine listens to. Last week at the council, uh, and I watched only 10 minutes of it, so Joey calls in his normal complaining, uh, Joey Juan, he, his name is Juan, mm -hmm. but he likes to be called Joey. Uh, there, Anyways, he calls in at the end, he says, he tells Catherine, uh, pull uh, item number 10 and number 14 from the consent calendar, mm -hmm. right? So, of course, it's all over, and what does Catherine do? She pulls 10 and 14. Well, 14 was an administrative report that had nothing to do with anything, yeah. and I forgot what 10 was, but then when it was her turn to explain why she pulled it, she's like, she didn't have a reason. She was just listening to him, which is kind of silly. But anyways, yeah. his name is Juan Martinez, and I like people to know because sometimes if you see him out there and you start listening to him, you're like, Oh, that's the crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So. Well, well, we'll keep on top of all the developments happening in Downey. Uh, we wanted to film this podcast uh, because it's important news happening right now in Downey. And we want to, you know, one, inform, but also we want to spur that conversation. I like that people are, yeah. uh, you know, sharing their opinions and, and as it should be. People listen to the Downey Patriot. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing this information and getting it out. That's yeah. why, you know, a local paper provides such a great service in our community. And, you know, Eric and I know enough people throughout our community that that's why we're doing this, because we want you to be informed. But the yeah. Downey Patriots week in and week out, uh, you know, right now I'm going to go uh, watch the online version of yeah. the paper and, and see. But thank you for okay. what you guys keep doing. Stay Absolutely. on top of it, okay? Absolutely. Great. Thanks, Mario. All right, great. Uh, you know, follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us our, our podcast on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And thank you for listening. Yep. We're still on Spotify, right? Spotify. And we're still on Apple on there, okay? Watch us and Joe Rogan. No, I'm kidding. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. That's, I thought there. But anyways, we're on where all your podcasts are, and thank you for watching. Uh, send us your uh, thoughts and ideas or things you want us to talk about. we got a couple good shows that we've already taped that are coming up, and this one here, we wanted to get out current information to you. So God bless, and thank you. Go Downey.